Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. What's going on? Make sure you're speaking into the mic, Mia, because I don't want to edit your voice all the way up. I'm so sorry. I'm typically as <laughs> close as possible. <laughs> you too, Z. I know you be trying to get your Billy D. Williams on. <laughs> Come on, Billy D. Williams. But make sure you're speaking into the mic. Yes, I am. So, we got a lot of stuff going on in Hollywood <laughs> this week. The girls are are, are over it. <laughs> The girls are over mm -hmm. it. Directors but, are over it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so basically, I'm looking out BBC News. You know, yeah, BBC. BBC. <laughs> We're always here for BBC. <laughs> and it says Scarlett Johansson quits trans role after LGBT backlash. Mm. That was the headline, but I'm wondering if there should be another headline. Saying what? I don't really care, so I'm gonna just let y'all have it. I'm gonna just, uh, <laughs> that's what that's nerves. what you think she felt. Yeah, y'all getting on like, my nerves. Girl, just you have can keep it, it baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got time for the girls. <laughs> right. So let me give the details. So basically, um, she's supposed to be playing a role as Dante Tex Gill. Who was born? I ain't worried about the name. It was Tex Gill. Yeah, and he was a <laughs> prostitution ringleader. Yeah, in he a was film. A millionaire too. Mm -hmm. In a film, this film is called Rug and Tug. Right. And it's based on a true story. Mm hmm So let me see. I might have to exit that out. <laughs> Cause I'm okay. So let's see. I'm trying to find this. Based on them.us and based on the story, based off Tex Gill's story, they're saying 
this is often a point of contention for queer historians. In eras with no language for transness, how can we tell the difference between trans men and women fleeing patriarchal subjugation? Ooh. So some people are saying, okay, this is a time where we don't need to do that no more. There's plenty of open trans men, pre-T, that can play this role. So why do we need to resort to cis women? There's no point, like, I mean, how many that. awards has she won? Like, who, Scarlett? How big is her fan base compared to these trans men that could play the role? Why does that matter? Yeah, I don't really think. Oh this no, time, no, no! I'm not actually saying that, but that was some of the the comments that I oh, seen too. I'm like, what? No, 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 no! <laughs> because some people were saying, "Well, oh, she she has this type of fan base, or she has this type of." Um, Accreditation. Wait, we're going to go into that a little bit. So yeah. we're going to, um, uh, let me go back to what you said, because I think I didn't know you was going to say that. And I think that's a good, um, yeah, something to think about. Mm -hmm. So what Z just was talking about is how back in the day, we didn't have the language, the vast language that we have right now in our right. culture. We have non-binary, we have genderqueer, we got queer, we got transsexual, we got cross-dresser, we got transvestite sometimes, we got um, post-op, pre-op, non-op. We got all these, you know, words for things that mean different things. Right. And so... And they're needed. We need it. We need you to under, because it helps us explain certain things in our community and some of the differences and sectors in our community so we can explain it better to people and people have a better understanding. But back in the day, when we weren't as progressive around these issues, we didn't have the language. So this particular film is about Dante Tex Gill, but... That's a great question. Right. Well, how do we know this is just, this is, how do we know this is a trans person? Right. Or just a stud who didn't, you know, just a stud. Like right. who didn't, um, didn't, I'm, I'm a woman. I identify with being a woman, but yeah. I present in this super uber masculine way yeah. mm -hmm. that okay. you might think that. I'm transgendered, but I'm maybe that's not what I identify. Or maybe I didn't have the language uh -huh. that we have now for me to even know that that's what I am. Exactly. I think that's really interesting because I think even our namesake, Marsha, Marsha B. Johnson, uh -huh. she, if, she wasn't really what we would consider a transsexual today. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with her not on the on the moans, at least I don't think. But. You know, not just not. To, I don't really think you got to be moans to identify with being trans, but I do. You know, she was in and out. Like oh, sometimes she'd be okay. dressed up, and sometimes she'd just be a boy in boy shoes. And oh, know you know, she was. You know, we we she consider was a her revolutionary. You know, Fuck a it. pioneer. So <laughs> in that era, you know. It wasn't, she wouldn't, we almost wouldn't think of her as a trans woman right now. Yes, but kind of not. She wouldn't be what we consider these, you know, yeah. it wouldn't be the same context like nowadays. Right, right. So it's just different. And I think language changes. And I think, um, you know, it's interesting to think about how they identified. I remember we're going to talk about um, Brandon Tina later. And one of the, in the interview that she did, not an interview, during 
the situation with the officer. The interrogation. She, the interrogation. She mentioned. He mentioned. Um, he mentioned having a gender identity. No, a, not, he didn't say gender identity disorder. He said sexual, sexual identity, identity crisis. Right. And back in the day, that was the language that some people used. Yeah. You know, because they didn't know the difference between sexual orientation and yeah. gender identity. There wasn't language around that. And so they would call trans people, oh, they have a sexual identity crisis. Yeah. They're having a sexual identity crisis. And that language really, you know, that was bad language because it's like I'm going through a crisis and I need help through this crisis. Yeah. And, you know, like it could be fixed and all that kind of stuff. So, um I think over time we learned the language needed to be a little bit yeah. more better, a little um, more better, a <laughs> um, little better. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting that you brought that up. Yeah. So I, I saw on them.us, that's where I got that from, where somebody said that. But on his, I've I read a little bit about him. It was basically saying that, if you read on his story, it could change a lot of people's perception on sex work and even queerness. And he got married to his wife in Las Vegas, and it even said he was the husband. So he, it wasn't a secret that he identified as a guy. Mm -hmm. So her playing this role would portray Gil not as a man he was, but as a butch lesbian who adopted a male identity to make it in the world of organized crime. That's mm -hmm. what it would seem like if she played the role. Why? It, why is that how it was written? Is they saying that's how it was written, or are they just saying that? No, it's just saying like that's how it would be perceived to a lot of queer folks that know, mm. you know that 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 feel that trans men should play the role. Okay. Yeah. I think um, my my particular perspective. So we all know that representation is important. Uh huh. Just like everyone else, we would like to explore careers that makes us happy. We would like to be paid well doing these careers and be f and do fulfilling work that we are representing ourselves and representing our particular part of the world. By telling trans stories, um, we kind of thicken the understanding of the trans issues, just like... Um, the visual medium of film can be used to push a harmful negative, like we saw with Birth of a Nation for black people. Mm -hmm. a, a harm that we can still see today, right? We can see the remem rem remnants of what the narrative, what they, they were trying to spin, like black people are criminal, mm -hmm. they want to admit black men want to rape, and mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Um, we still the rem see the remnants of that today. That same power can be wielded to push the culture forward and give a positive narrative. So as trans people, we want to play ourselves because we want to give, we want to solidify the normalcy. Um, we want to give you more context to the complexity of our experience. We want to humanize us. We want to be authentic on film, and we want to tell our true lived experiences, right? Right. Um, but, like I said, you also are giving, by creating films and hiring trans actors, you are, you're giving trans actors work. Mm -hmm. People who are trying to be actors, you're giving them work that right. is appropriate for them. In an industry that just is just now coming around to tell our stories, I remember 
when Hillary Swank played Brandon Tina in Boys Don't Cry, mm-hmm. which is a story about a trans man who was raped by his girlfriend, cisgender guy friends, um, once it came out that he was a trans man. When he went to the hospital, after being raped, they lost his rape kit. They lost his motherfucking rape kit. Right. They lose his motherfucking rape kit. They threw they it threw out the trash. They threw that shit in the trash can and said, whoops, we lost it. That's how those girls was doing it. Because in that interview that we listened to, the, if you ever... We'll play that oh, later. Mm-hmm. We're going to get on it. When he went to the police to report his rape, they were so infatuated with his transness that they didn't do what they were supposed to do to keep him safe. And the guys came back in the end and killed him a week later because they didn't press charges for lack of evidence. I heard about him in this film. And when I heard about this film being made, it didn't cross my mind to say, why is this cis woman? I didn't even have cis as my language. This is 99. So I didn't have cisgendered as language to pull out of my hat (laughs) so I didn't even say why is this cis woman playing this trans person I'm sure somebody was saying it yeah Mm -hmm. but I was not (laughs) Uh because it was so rare to see a trans story even though even though this was not the trans feminine yeah, it makes you kind of live for it in a way. Right. It was so rare, so rare to see a trans story. That you kind of gave it a pass, like, bitch, oh, this is sickening that you're giving us light. On this big of a platform. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was just excited and really blinded by the implications and consequences of a cisgender person playing a trans person. Right. Because I was willing to take really any scraps just to see yeah. <laughs> some type Help of... Master. <laughs> yeah, just show me a little bit of myself, please. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, show me somewhere. You know, just to see any kind of reflection on the big screen. Yeah. But as time went on, that was in 99. Fucking 99. Here we are almost. <laughs> right. Here we are. It's 2018. That's almost 20 years later. Wow. Since then, Jared Leto has played a trans person in Dallas Buyers Club. And that was just Scarlett Johansson's initial response. Oh, look at all these other people playing uh-huh. trans people. So what's the problem? He actually won an Oscar for it, just like Hillary Swank did. She won her Oscar in 2000 oh, um, for playing a trans person. Like just, just handing Oscars out. Yeah. <laughs> you played um, a tranny so well. Here you yes, go. thank you. Really <laughs> this like story is so amazing. <laughs> This sensational story. Now let's keep continuing to impress them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor in Transparent, he played um, in that popular show. He plays the trans person, the dad. Now in that particular incident, he's playing an older tra- a, a trans person that transitioned when they were older. Mm-hmm. I feel like to get that look just right, I feel like that was perfect. I didn't really have a problem with that, but I get maybe they could have picked the older trans actor. Yeah, like that transition older. No, not Caitlyn. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, she did it. Bitch, bring Caitlyn in, no, girl. Thank you. <laughs> Give her her two seconds of fame. <laughs> they could do like a clip, like boop, boop. one two. <laughs> so then we have Felicity Huffman in Trans America. And just to bring a black name in this situation, because it's all cis white folks. Mm. Um, <laughs> Carrie Washington actually played a trans person. What? Yes. A trans man? A trans or? woman. Oh. Okay. In Hot 
Time and Crack Town. It was a movie she did back in the day. Okay, so how do you feel about a cis woman playing a trans woman? That's what we talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> how you do know, I feel about a she cis played woman? A trans, she didn't play a trans man. She played a trans woman. Uh-huh. That's what Kerry Washington did. So ever since the Hillary Swank performance, there has been a growing rumble against cis people playing trans roles, which is understandable because trans actors are out here now. We're not scared. We out here trying to be represented. Represented. Uh-huh. We doing the work. Um, it's legendary how Laverne Cox um, grew her connections and how she networked, sending flowers and sending cards and doing doing the groundwork to get her seen in specific roles. Okay, so t- we're out here grinding to make um, to be seen, right? Even I sent. Um recently a what's the a casting thing it was it was calling mm-hmm. for a latino trans young trans man but i was just like fuck it i'm just i'm mixed so boom so right. i just i even i tried to you know finagle myself in some situations like, yeah i think we're people are out <laughs> that here could be problematic. people out here grounded yeah it still could be problematic you not being latina and, and being casted as a latina well he could easily be latino Right. Latino. Latino. Latinx. They could just Latinx. change it change it to Latinx. Afro. Afro. Afro like, okay, this is best. This is good enough. Boom. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> you just look at he just looks Afro Latino. He could be that. You and know, I know we're being, so rare. Trans men are so rare. I was just like, might as well. It wasn't like I'm gonna pr- try to pretend to be Hispanic. Well the reason why I brought that up because me and Z was at a vegan restaurant. Alpha 59, and we were having table talk, and he we were talking about Pose, and he was talking about how the trans man was feeling some type of way. No, actually, we was talking about this at home. He was talking about how the trans man felt so, some type of way, community or whatever. Uh-huh. Why are you laughing at me? It's your bald head itself. <laughs> okay, so he was saying how the trans, can, trans the black, the can you edit that? <laughs> how the, the trans community, right? felt some type of way about Lath playing um, that part in Pose because they felt like he wasn't a good re- representation of how the trans men looked back in that day. And him being... We have a, a whole... Right. Huh? Go ahead. You have a whole... I was whole. about to say we have a whole Pose oh. special. <laughs> well, it has this. It's just the same context of like representation. Well, okay, okay. So I thought that was really problematic, but because this was trans folks expressing it, what they were saying was problematic for me. But because this is trans men expressing they want representation, I just stop. I just stop talking and let them just say it. Because mm-hmm. I, I I responded sometimes, but it got to the point where I had to check myself and say, they're, they're asking for representation in a certain way. Who am I to try to police it and police it? So mm-hmm. I just stopped talking, even though I disagree, like, but it's not my place to disagree. What are you referring to? That, the, what you're talking about. So you had a conversation? Yeah. No, she knows. Cause she, they, he added, uh, he March's mentioned play. March's play. Right, he mentioned March's play in the conversation. Oh, I don't and know. I didn't know. Because you're not checking the hashtag. <gasps> don't, don't, don't do me like that in front of the audience, y'all. See, that didn't make me seem like a bitch. I look forward to you guys' comments. So, 
Check the hashtag. I do check the hashtag. <laughs> so he had said it, and I was like, just it wasn't about the representation that I had a problem with. Right. Like, yes. It was kind of the net. Where it was going. It was where it was going. It I was felt, like, okay, this is how I felt about it. I felt like it's a trans man. I ain't tripping. But another, I would feel some type of way if it was a cis man have, like, makeup with scars and, like. But I, you also I, said, Z, scars. that you felt some type of way that because he was Latin and you, well, you would feel some well, type of way if mm. they had put you in it. Because you feel like a lot of black trans people aren't being represented. Because we've seen on MTV the light skin, I guess, trans people being interviewed, and you felt that the the black trans people weren't having enough light. That's true. What I yeah, what I was saying is that's I a feel true like, thing. Yeah, I feel like uh, like nothing against light, but he's it's a it's a lot of attractive black trans men. Mm-hmm. So that does modeling by ballroom, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, okay, it'd be cool if it's a little more diverse. Hopefully I can see a little more diversity in the future as far as trans men. Because it seems like he's the go-to. But, which is understandable because he's out there a lot. But it seems like he's, we're still put on the back burner a lot. But, but also you got to understand this. You got to understand that a lot of these people that you are seeing in this particular show mm. have put in the work as actors to right. get their name in the door, to get their name put in the number to be looked at. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's not a coincidence that Angelica Ross got this role. It's not a coincidence that... Um, MJ Rodriguez. It's not a coincidence that India mm-hmm. got Angel. It's not a coincidence that Candy got Candy. It's not a coincidence that Electra um, Dominique Jackson is. Right. They have been grinding in this acting game. Right. The, you get what I'm saying? So exactly. if we have this resume to be, how many times have we seen Lath on certain shows? I got this resume. Right, exactly. Uh, so I got the, I've been on shoots. I've been. I have the experience to put myself in the door to get this role because it's mm-hmm. still a competition in regards exactly. to getting this work. And so, if you're just a random person, now yes, there's there's a balance of hey, you got to be intentional about showing these type of faces. Right. But God, this is the first episode. These are the first exactly. shows. Give them some time to grow. And it's not saying not to say anything. Yes, express yourself. Say it. Yes. But I felt like some of the things that they were saying were like, they were saying it's not like, they were making it seem like Lath was unrealistic. Right, And right, I'm like, right. I know some realistic trans men. <laughs> right. They might from not back be, in the day. quote unquote, attractive or blah, blah, blah. But realistic, <laughs> I know some that's, that were realistic. Yeah. And, and then you got to also, I know some trans men who don't have surgery. Because they didn't have a lot of breast tissue. And once they started getting on moans, that stuff went away. Mm-hmm. And they didn't need to get surgery because the shit went away. Right. And so I, when they were saying that, oh, he got this perfect scar and da-da-da-da-da-da, they wouldn't have that in the 80. I'm like, so you really want to find somebody who, how are you going to find somebody that looks young right now that has an 80 scar? Yeah. How is that even possible? That's unrealistic to believe that they're going to find that. True. To me. True. It just, uh, I don't know. It just seems extra. Someone was saying makeup. I was like, okay, that could be a good resolution. But then I was like, why are we having this conversation anyway? 
Like, what? <laughs> like, we got... It's a trans... I didn't know if they was going to put a trans man on there. And they did. Like, it's a representation, did. period. And I'm like... Yes, do I want do I want to see more? Absolutely. But I was saying to Mia what she was bringing up. I was saying that I still feel like there we still deal with colorism. Yes. So absolutely. It, yeah, yes. So I was like, okay, I would feel some type of way if they was only picking people that look like me and all the other light skinned people. Uh-huh. And I was like, kind of breaking down. Okay, I kind of see a little bit of colorism, but let me give it time before I say anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm gonna just be quiet for now, but. If, but you also but see, but the pose thing, they're they're look the girl who is the who is meant who is depicted as the classic passable beauty is dark skinned baby. Oh, true. Electra, true. She's That's the classic. Ba- she's the That's classic. Exactly what I said. So that was intentional. <laughs> and she was coin. And she's coin. She's the one that is everybody's pinnacle. I'm trying right. to get to where Electra is. So it's hard to make the argument. Not right. that I think that it's not some relevance. You're right, right. You see what right, I'm saying? Not right. that I think, but it's hard to make the argument when they're intentionally putting her on this true, pedestal. True. You true. see what I'm saying? It's like said that I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so right. you kind of got to give them. And then these are. This is a show that's for us by us. So this is right. The people who are writing this, they woke. Right. So we, I was <laughs> so like, I gotta try to do what they need to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't went off. We did. <laughs> I'm, into I'm pose, sorry. and we have a whole pose right, review. I was just and that's okay. That. It's okay. Make sure you check out pose review. Pose just got picked up for another season, yes. so we gonna get a season right. two. So we're we're so back to representation. And the show is still we, the shit. Exactly. So we know that representation is important in our culture. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please, do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. But not only is representation important in our culture, but also authenticity is important in our culture, too. And you cannot have a trans story be authentic without a trans actor playing the trans person. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Not at all. It can be moving, because do I, did I think Boys Don't Cry was moving? Absolutely. She played the fuck out of that character. Yes, she mm-hmm. did. She, I, I was <laughs> touched I by it. the Yes, I was touched <laughs> by the character. She's right. a great actress. Then Absolutely. I watched Freedom Writers. I was like, what? What's going on? The switch. <laughs> she played the other role good. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's not that I can't. I don't feel it can be delivered well. But if we're trying to be intentional, right, about progression and change, then we have to start hiring trans folks for trans roles. Right. What Mia brought up earlier, one of the arguments has been, 
is that Scarlett Johansson is an A-list actor who will pull numbers in to get this trans narrative seen Mm -hmm. because she's a trans actor. But what I want you to understand is getting the movies seen without the authenticity is problematic. Yes. You're not seeing us. As humans. Right, you're not seeing us. Real? What you're coming to see is Scarlett Johansson transforming to being a man. Exactly. You still focus on the freak of nature of this beautiful woman going from being this beautiful woman to this man. Right. And I um. And that's tempting for me. Mm-hmm. It's tempting because I'm like, oh, I like transformations. Mm-hmm. I love. I, you wanted I to know. see what she was gonna give. Yeah, I'm like, what are you gonna give as a man? Like, mm-hmm. it is part of me. And this, and um, Dante Texquill was a fat man. Mm-hmm. He wasn't some skinny. Now, maybe in his younger days, yeah, but he became fat. So are you gonna gain the weight? Are you gonna <laughs> like what? Like right. how? How far are you gonna go with this role? And I and I'm am I tempted to see that? Absolutely, I would have loved to see that. But I find it right now in my life in my state of consciousness, right. I find oh. it more important to have a trans person in this role. And if it's written well, man, the fucking I rather the what's what's her name from Orange Is the New Black, the chubby butch lesbian. Oh, I rather her yeah. play that than Ladaria. Goddamn. <laughs> Lee Daria? Is it Lee Ladaria? I can't remember her name. She's a comedian. Um, but yeah, I can see that. I'd rather that Boo. than the Her name is woman. Boo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I can see that, but that's still not a trans person. So, <laughs> right. what's, so what's the problem? It's still not a trans person. But I get, I can see that. Right. But um, yeah, but I, mm, I, I don't know. Queer, at least, goddamn. I feel like. Nobody is going to bring the authenticity to a character with the background of lived experiences like a trans person. And also someone brought up, oh, that's kind of like somebody doing blackface. Kind of. I can see that. It's just inappropriate. Um, I don't like to make that comparison because Uh it doesn't have the same historical um, horrific history. I can see how somebody can see the parallels, Mm -hmm. but it's not exactly the same. When you say Um, that, it kind of makes me think of when um, when we compare our struggle with the Jim Crow laws and that nature, when they say the same exact thing, it's not the same thing. Yeah, I think that there are parallels. There's Mm -hmm. it's um, oppressed people that's trying to come up. And and the bottom line of not feeling um, appreciated, of not feeling um, humanized, that is similar. That's parallels, but the histories are different. Mm -hmm. And it's not saying that trans folks don't have a bad history. We've been shit. We just now coming out of the um subculture to be seen in public <laughs> we know we've been here mm-hmm. but we just haven't been in the forefront at all mm-hmm. so yeah there's a history of oppression but it's just two different kind of histories um hillary Swank was not a big actor Yes, when she won Boys Don't Cry, she wasn't. This was her first nomination. This was an independent film. It only cost like $2 million to make. It wasn't a big blockbuster. It was an independent film. And she was a new actress. Mm-hmm. And it because of the writing, because of the story, and because of her acting, this film just shot to the moon mm-hmm. and won an Oscar. She beat fucking Meryl Streep. 
the dog. Right. <laughs> queen of acting. Right. Corella Deville. White queen of acting. Corella Deville. No, that was Glenn Close. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I swore I thought that was no, her. No, that was Glenn Close. Oh, um, <laughs> so she beat Mel Shreep. So this was, I, I don't think that you need uh, a big A-list actor to make something work. If the writing is great, if the film is great, if the, the acting is great, great, and the story is great, it's going to do it. Especially it's in do this it. woke society as of now. Exactly. Because so. we're going to pump it. Now, I got scared with Pose because they weren't getting the ratings that I wanted them to get. I think but it's an awesome show. Now, now people are noticing and it's coming. But anyway, we're With their get interviews with MTV and all that, they marketing real cute. So we're telling cis people that they mm-hmm. cannot play trans people, right? Oh, I see where you. Oh, don't be shady. That's shady. <laughs> so trans people can't play cis people. Honey, so, Girl. so if that's the case, how can we play them? Oh, that's shade because they could pull it. What's no shit. Okay, so now that you said that, someone tweeted, I can't remember who, said that if I can't play a cis woman, well, right now I don't want you to play a trans woman. So she's saying if the equality comes, then it could be that. Like, if we get enough representation, okay, cool, maybe a cis person can play a trans person. I think that that's what I was getting Eventually, from that statement. Yeah. So what they were saying is once... Y'all stop oppressing us and the equality comes, yeah. then it could be on equal ground. But because it's not on equal ground, because we are being oppressed, then, sweetie, yeah. we need the roles. We right. need to be able to play. We need to work. Exactly. Mm, I can see that. <laughs> but I think it's a slippery slope. I think that, uh, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, it makes you think. That's why I like topic, topics that make you think. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so we can't play cis people since we're not cis? I feel I like I mean they don't give none of the girls cis roles. I haven't seen none of the, no girl unless bitches then slept through the cracks. Yeah, some girls um, Trace see- before she came out, she played a yeah. cis girl in Law and Order. Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I don't know because I was asking you how do you feel about Carrie Washington? And didn't playing. the Bond girl? Didn't Tula play a Bond girl? You talking about not Carolyn Crossy, but you know talking about Carolyn. Carolyn no, did play a Bond Tula. girl. Carolyn did. Yes. I don't know the history of the white trans women. Yes, I'm sorry. she. Well, it's. Oh, I thought it was ooh. Tula. No, Diamond Girl. <laughs> that was a shade. That was the truth. <laughs> I wasn't being shady. I really wasn't. I don't know their history like that. I know their she names and know. So That's I didn't say that. That was I didn't say that. I just don't I don't look into it deep enough to remember every single detail. So a Tula and a Carolyn their their story blends together. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know their names. I know how epic Carolyn Crossy was. I know how epic Tula was, but one second. It was definitely Carolyn. Go ahead and prove me right. Diamond is doing her research right now. Yes, I'm this is what she it. does when she needs to make sure that girl you give them the right information. So Tula was the Bond girl. Oh, Thank you. Like I said, so this I do. I do have um, a little bit of. Well, um, Carolyn was one too. So <laughs> no, she was. Yes, she was. No, she was a model. 
I swear, oh, or she was about to get the roll and they clocked her tea. It was some tea mm. like that. Interesting. No, Carolyn and Tula is the same person. Tula Karen was her Johnson. nickname. I know, and that's exactly oh, what girl. I told you. You didn't know nothing. Diamond, what, what's her last name? Her name is Carolyn Kasi. She also was the first trans woman to pose for Playboy. Yes, ma'am. Amen. But anyway, that's nice. <laughs> so what happened with Carolyn was that she was getting through as sis. She, I guess, she was stealth, and then somebody clocked beat, her teeth. She's beaten now. She's as she's an old, older one. She is and sickening. Gorge. As so well. anyway, yes, ma'am. So no <laughs> I want to know what you think about Carrie Washington playing the trans woman. Um, I just thought, I think it's, I was still in my mind when she, when I heard about that film, uh, I was still in my mindset of, Ooh, I want to just see a representation of our story. How are they going to do it? I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't until I started to see trans actors in the, in the trenches, like, Oh, uh, they're trying to act that I was like, Oh, it's trans. Cause in my mind, I kind of thought like, it's not any trans actors out here. In a way, I'm like, oh, that would be cool for people to be like, okay, I'm pretty sure there's some trans people that could look like they were born cis. But then it's like, is that kind of transphobic to think that way? How? I don't know, because it's almost like, do we have to look like them anyway? I mean, that's the purpose, no shame. <laughs> we just want to blame. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but, but not that's everyone, not everybody's but... purpose. No, oh, my God, sound <laughs> problematic. But usually... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what usually the narrative is to blend. Not everybody. Right. We know there's non-binary people Mm -hmm. and there's some people who, they just don't care. They're just trying to. I know my personal. Bitch, I am who I am. What you going to do? Yeah. My personal experience is to blend. Um, I I, I think it used to be back in the day for me. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily to blend now. Mine was about my safety. Mm. I if I felt like I've if if I felt like I was in a safe space, I would never try to worry about um yeah, people is everything perfect. You get know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like is everything perfect? Is everything yeah. is my voice the right pitch? Is my yeah. my hair the it's right way? Right. Am I am I covering up my kooks a little bit? Am I mm. am I all the little things people... that we they don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, they don't do all that. They don't question, am I a woman enough? Am I they do worry about that enough? motherfucking period spot at the back that you always got to check. They do worry about their stomach being too big, so you wearing girdles on top of girdles. You know, they have body image issues, too. You know, girls yeah. is getting their waist snatched, palms, yeah. titties done, But they teeth, not like, am I a woman nose. enough? But, yeah, their body image <laughs> doesn't um, invalidate their basic womanhood or basic manhood but even though like now not being able to have kids like a sterile woman yeah, yeah. well no. that she it's like i'm i can't have do the basic thing that a woman should be able to do like they uh, they, they feel defective yeah uh, okay. you know i think they i think that is something that they go through and that kind of that invalidates their womanhood sometimes to them mm. i know some women um have have actually asked me like how are you so ladylike and like how could you teach me because i'm not like that and i think that may be yeah, sometime you, invalid yeah when you think of stuff like that it makes you just be like lady like but being so lady like doesn't take away from you being a woman 
Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, why try so hard to blend at the same time? And so I think with being being more conscious. Yeah. That the more conscious I get, the more I don't give a fuck about passing. The more I don't give a fuck about um, being ladylike. The more I don't give a fuck about not being able to have kids. The more I don't. You get what I'm saying? The more yeah. I go with, on with my life and learn and see how relatable so much of us are um, from cis to trans. I start to. This is all bullshit. Like, yeah. I, I feel like this all is just bullshit. All us. The passing thing is us trying to play the cis role. Yeah. And a lot of us, uh, a lot of what I deal with is mostly dysphoria, but I try to focus on my character and that helps me more, like, not to worry about the physical stuff as much. Like your character as a man? My character as a person. As a person. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. I think, and I think, but I think that particularly come with age. Yeah. Because when you're younger, um, mm. I want to blend. I want to get through. <laughs> I want to impress people. I want validation. Right. I want um, to be praised a little bit. Yeah. I want love. That guy, that I want to be that girl. I want to be that guy. You kind of need that a little bit. And yeah. then as you get older, you're like, what? Because <laughs> you see, you don't really have nothing to do with that. Because yeah, like, everybody's going to go on shit. with their life. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, nah, this ain't really what I need. And so you kind of just learn to be you. Some of us quicker than others. Mm-hmm. But as a trans person, you, it goes quick. I think you mature quick. Not all the time, but yeah. I think you mature quick and regardless to not giving a fuck about what other people think about you. Sometimes to a fault. <laughs> so to wrap this conversation up, trans folks need representation. We need trans storylines and we need trans actors doing the roles um cis people who are in support of this progression that's happening in the world when it comes to trans folks you should be trying to give the roles to cis trans people i mean Mm -hmm. you should be trying to get trans people in those roles you should be writing roles for trans people um use your fucking resources use your resources to find people um it's people out here that you can find it's this is a small community you put a put a call to action out for us what you're looking for Mm -hmm. trust and believe everybody's going to step up to the plate so definitely 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 you know if you're for us and you support us then do what you have to do to make um this stuff happen yeah it's kind of like that's just what it is so scarlett johansson good job for stepping down from this role take a nice seat who do y'all think is gonna be (laughs) who do y'all think would be a good actor for that i don't want y'all to answer it but i want y'all i want y'all to think about it we'll talk about it when the movie comes out Okay, so what happened was me, Z, and his friend Jason went to Big Yo's. Big Yo's is primarily known to me. I don't know what it's primarily known to everybody else in Houston, but as more of a lesbian club, it's a lot of gay people that go there, but I see more of a lesbian audience at Big Yo's. So Big Yo's is a legendary. Come on, legendary. Legendary Houston promoter, club owner. She intentionally creates clubs and spots and parties 
geared towards particularly lesbian crowds of the Houston city, but everybody is welcome. Um, it's always popping. She got a place for the strippers. She got a place for the gay. She mm-hmm. got a place for the drag queen. Hookah. She got a, everything when it comes to entertainment. She is creating a safe space for queer folks of color. She is legendary. She has been doing it for years. It is her business. It is her and her um, wife. They've been doing it for years. They have been a staple in the Houston community in regards to giving safe space, safe party, entertainment spaces for queer folks. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Exactly, exactly what Diamond was saying, and it was it was a good atmosphere. Um, I think the place that they opened up now is probably new because. Um, it wasn't that many people there, but I'm, I could see it growing because it was a beautiful place. Um, well, but that's besides the point. I got there, guys, and I, I had I'm I've been known at this time to be the commotion of the reason <laughs> the reason why we leave with our friends and the drama queen. And I tr- I was I was like, you know, but tonight's not gonna be that night. It's not gonna happen. It's not happening to me tonight. Well. I ended up seeing a f- not a friend anymore, a guy that used to be my friend named Jeff. Um, he was a friend that he was a friend of a friend, and at the time, me and my sister had our own place. We were roommates, and he said that his 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 apartment just caught on fire. He didn't have nowhere to go. And he was a school teacher at the time. And all he needed was a place to stay for about a month or two. And he would be gone. I was like, oh, okay, but I, he stayed with us. He, he, he ended up losing his job. Um, when he lost his job, you know, I'm, I gave him some tricks to the trade so he can make his coins. But he already had some type of witchcraft going on. So I said, okay, wear it out. Jed had has some mental problems. So he is a habitual liar. He's it's just Lord, it's just a lie. So <laughs> like this story is going to all the details. Oh yes, because if you hear this bitch, I don't want you to come back and say this is not what was said and this wasn't the no, I'm telling you the deeds. So, so he got into it with your sister yeah, while y'all was in, living together. Yes, he got into what happened. With my he asked my sister, could he could she take him to a dance rehearsal? Mm-hmm. Now at the time, my sister was getting her doing some extra shit, and she said that she would be able to do it. But since Tessa didn't skip and skedaddle when he wanted to or text him back, he got in his feelings and found his own way, which. The fuck you should have, your grown ass man. Don't nobody gotta take you no motherfucking where. Right. So he found his way and he felt some type of way. When he came back, he was still upset. So he fumed, he didn't speak to nobody, and he just walked around angry and silent. So that's we was fine. like, okay, girl, that's fine, bitch. The next day, he decided he wanted to speak his piece and he ended up getting into it with my sister. And I'm the oldest. So First of all, I'm not going to let no nigga fight my sister. 
Right, as it should be. No shade. No one, period. So he 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 got in troll mode. Not in front of my face, bitch. I guess he thought I was pussy. I'm not that girl. I'm not going <laughs> to sit there and let you twirl my sister in my face, the fuck? So, bitch, we was about to twirl. And right. then he calmed down and started talking about how he was about to cut your Uber and get the fuck out. So, yeah, girl, you need to go. Because, bitch, I will turn this bitch out. So, she, she, we kicked her out. She got her thing. She left. She, she, she. Well, when I get upset at people, I call them the wrong pronoun. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, not when you get upset, babe. That sounds problematic. Go ahead. I <laughs> do the but this story is getting long. It is getting long. Okay, Come on. okay. So, anyways, <laughs> so they get into it again. But what happened was she we did our thing. She went as she went. And we did what we were supposed to do. She got upset, threats, blah, 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 went about her business. I said, don't fuck with her no more, sis. My sister said, okay. A year later, this bitch hits me up and says, girl, why Jay hit me up and told me that he she had a moment and he talked with God. And no no shade, he said that God um, put something on his heart and he just wanted forgiveness. So I guess that touched my sister. I said, okay, cute. But then she said that he's about to move in with her out of nowhere. Bitch, what? He's about to move in again? No, ma'am. And I, I warned her against it. Long story short, my sister had, had put him on to this job. She ended up getting fired. She was like, well, you know, I've been helping you with Ubers. I gave you a hundred for this. I get, I've been helping you out. Hey, can you help me? I need some help with this. You've been staying here. You know, you haven't been here all the time, but you know, I'm in the time of need now. I gave you a place to stay. So I need some help with this. Pay her dust, went about his business and moved the fuck out. And I went, I told her what he was going to do. Tessa went off. I said, no, you don't be his friend. You tell him how you feel. You don't have to just be let him go. No, be adult about it. Tell him how you feel and just disconnect with him. Y'all don't have to beef. And that's what she did. When she did that, I guess Miss Thang felt disrespected. So she wanted to twirl. She started talking shit. My sister's a shit talker. So and they were meant for each other. Right. And then y'all, he sees her at Walmart. He sees her at Walmart. And tries to fight her. And tries to fight her. And makes this big scene. So I was like, okay, bitch, well. When I see you, we're going to twirl. Since you want to twirl my sister, bitch, and she's your height, and she's, well, she's fair. She's been on estrogen her whole life, and you've been on testosterone your whole life. (laughs) Bitch, how you think this fight's going to go? No shade, bitch. I've been in between. So, bitch, I can pull out the Hulk if you want me to. Girl. I'm not going to play with you. <laughs> I'll get you together, bitch. I'll pull out that little bit of testosterone that's hidden away somewhere. So, fast forward to so, this week. <laughs> so, fast forward to this weekend. Y'all at Big Yo's. We at Big Yo's, and I see her in the corner of my left with this beanie on, these big-ass glasses, and I have the big-ass nose. I said, who is this, girl? And it's her big nose ass. So I looked to the left. I said, oh. So I get up. I, well, before I get up, I spill tea. Z is holding me, and they start they start playing the Vogue beat, Lord. And I felt my inner queen come out, and I had me a couple of drinks. And so, bitch, I was feeling so soft and cut. So you got twirl mode and start voguing. Yeah, because he was voguing at the time. So I said, bitch, if you see me and we see each other and you don't twirl, then you're scary. And... Okay. Well, I was drinking at the time, so that was my, that was my um, drunk logic. My drunk logic. (laughs) So I said, "Bitch, I'm about to wear this floor out." So I gave my soft and cum dip, 
and I hit it. Okay. I kept an eye on her just in case she tried it because, you know, she's she's witchcraft fish. I don't know what you got hidden in your sleeves and things of that uh-huh. nature, Miss Thing. So she went and told, I seen her go and tell security something. And I'm like, okay, I'm that type of bitch too. I let people know what's going to happen before I do it just in case. I get in trouble. So I don't want you to be preparing at the sounds like this is just too much. I'm going to go. So I left. And when she came out, while we was coming out, I was like, oh, okay. So this is the mom. We're about to twirl. She comes up to me and was like, um, I just want to talk to you. And I was like, okay, what do you want to talk about? Um, I just want to rectify the situation. Start lying about a whole bunch of bullshit. How this was wrong. How that was wrong. Yeah, that bullshit. And I'm like, okay, what, where are you going with this? Like, where are you going? I just want to make sure that when we see each other, that we don't have to be, it could just, it could be normal. We could just see each other and go about our business. So at this point, you've, you seem real pussy to me and I'm, I'm not finna fight nobody who's afraid. Basically you, you're, you're afraid. And so she skedaddles and goes with her friends and I left. And I thought about it. I said, should I forgive him or should I not? So, my question is, how far, far does your forgiveness go? How far can someone go before you stop fucking with, or for, I'm sorry, before you stop dealing with them, period. These are my, my internal notes. I'm sorry. I'm kind of vulgar when I'm writing to myself. And um, how, how important is forgiveness for you? Like, is there a ritual that you do? Like, is there a process? I mean, Oh story yes so first of all if i say i'm going to twirl you i'm going to twirl you like it's for me in your particular this particular scenario like ain't nothing if i say okay you done took it too far and when i see you you get in these hands mm-hmm. it, it, you get in these hands like it ain't no <laughs> It ain't no, I can't it see something no that's going to stop me. Like, uh-huh. if you get me to that point, like, mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm I'm making threats where I'm like, oh, bitch, next time I see you, I got you. Mm-hmm. If I'm get if I've, if I got to that point, if I'm there, then ain't nothing going to stop me. And I'm not going to be talking. Ain't going to be coming and talking. We talk. No, it's can we mm-hmm. pop. Okay. For me, she that's just how it. I am. So we never would have got to that situation. But we also wouldn't have got to the situation of, I don't know. Like it's 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 either on or off of me. So I'm either talking and we're discussing it and we're trying to work it through communication, or we're popping. It ain't never. If I get hype enough to get in your face, mm-hmm. we're fighting. Like it's not it's not about like it it can't be calmed down once mm-hmm. I got there because I'm a talker. So I will talk and oh we're working this out and we're debating and whatever it is like if we've gotten if we're talking it out we're talking it out so i don't even need to get up and get to hoop and hollering we're just talking it out mm-hmm. because i don't do the all this hollering and screaming and i'm not that i'm either we talking calm and saying our points of views and da 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 or you hollering too much and i'm gonna pop you it's it's not it's no in between for me uh-huh. we're talking it through or we're popping Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I don't get into situations with people like, like, ain't no way I'm going to feel you're trying to fight my sister and I don't pop you. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, it's no way we could have been in the same house. And I feel like you're threatening her. And I not bash you. <laughs> see, see, I don't, I, I can't see how that could have turned on and off. The way it turned on and off, because everybody calmed me down, it wasn't just us three. It was like four other people there. Yeah, and, be, and people around me know, don't, it ain't no such thing as calming me down. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't no, like, like Brent, like Brandon. So, if I get into it with somebody and Brandon is like putting his arm up to stop me, I will pop Brandon. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm a bust you in your head. Stop touching me. But I'm like that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been in a situation where I was fighting niggas and the police held me down uh, multiple were, times. And they were twirling uh, you? you? And they got some licks off because somebody was holding me. Oh, Lord. Shit. And that happened multiple times in my life. So what I taught myself is anybody hold me, I'm fighting them. Yeah, because you're going to Don't me hold me. Mm-hmm. Because too many motherfuckers in my life have, you, somebody has held me back and they got some acute little one-two off mm-hmm. because your bitch ass is holding me. I don't like that shit. So ain't no such thing as somebody calming me down. Get out of my face if I'm in twirl mode. Like if we just talking, then maybe somebody could say, oh, you know, y'all don't need to be arguing. Da, 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 da. If we're just talking and I'll be like, I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm just telling him what I feel. But if we're already in fighting mode, mm-hmm. like if some we're jumping up and yeah, I don't like to be called to the mat. So it's it's for me, but that's probably why I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> because I don't you know, it's an on and off switch for me. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's part of my own personal mental shit. Like I don't I like I black out. Like I mm-hmm. go crazy. <laughs> like it isn't it's not a game for me so I try not to get violent cause it's not a it's not a game like I, I'm one of the people that I know that I could be in prison from the most random thing mm. just a, a argument could instantly turn into oh my god I done stabbed somebody <laughs> because that's just me mm. so I can't see myself being in a situation where I feel like one of people somebody that I love is being threatened and I don't actually fight mm. um especially twice like it's maybe the first time was a glitch or something but you don't try to fight my sister twice you kidding it especially on some bullshit that y'all play and we don't live with you you don't we don't let you live with us mm-hmm. we don't let you live with us two times after you fucked up one time and you still trying it yeah, you would have twirled her. Yeah, I would have got her together, but but I don't I don't think that's smart. I don't think that that is um, mature. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that is the right way. Okay. But that's just my way. <laughs> so no forgiveness for so you for it, not for something that gets me to fight. I don't get to fighting mm-hmm. for nothing. Like it's mm-hmm. it's no it's not I'm getting the, I just want to fight. It's not that. You have to get me right. You have to take me there. And if you've taken me there, it's on some serious shit. It's not mm-hmm. on no oh, we just I it's not no bullshit. It's some <laughs> you done took me there. You done did it over. You done pushed me to the limit mm-hmm. and I'm there. My thing is 
if I I'm not gonna fight somebody who's pussy. Like if you if you coming to me and you're like, you like oh I'm threaten? oh I'm afraid I'm oh this didn't happen or that didn't happen or you just correcting your wrongs and you acting like you don't want to fight and you scared like bitch get out of my face bye because it's not worth it because uh, I could go to jail tonight or something could happen I don't know what may happen but if if you yeah. not if you if basically you all talk and no bar no bite then girl bye like I'm not I'm not gonna deal with you see I'm not gonna get the chance to know if you all talk or all bite. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get to like. I'm not like the talking. The little I'm coming up to you. Well, can we talk? No. Like we're not there. Like you're not gonna be able to come up to me in a situation where I didn't told you that I was gonna twirl you when you see when I see you. No, I didn't tell her I was gonna twirl her when I see her. Oh. But I said I wanted to twirl her when I seen her. Oh well, okay. Well, that's what I mean. Uh, maybe not tell her. Whatever. If mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point. Where when I see you, it's an on-site situation. Mm. You getting these hands on site. As soon as you would have came out that door of that club, we hands is getting thrown. It mm. it's, ain't no talking. <laughs> it, but it, but you, I rarely get to that point mm. because I don't argue with people. Like I don't. I'm I'm also this person. Like if it gets hype. Mm. Like, say, say, okay, let me give you an example. Say somebody says, well, Diamond, I heard that you said this about me. And I heard, like, say some kind of rumor, and they heard it, that I said something about them. But the rumor wasn't true, mm-hmm. okay? Say it wasn't true, just a hypothetical rumor. And they coming to me, confronting me about it. Mm-hmm. Because they're coming to confront me in, a like, a aggressive way, aggressive way my natural reaction is... Okay, let's say that I did say it. What were you going to do? Okay, before I answer this, if I did say it, what were you going to do? You was going to beat me up? Then act like I said it. (laughs) I'm that kind of confrontational person. I'm not a... Oh, I didn't say that. Why would somebody tell you that I said that? I didn't say that. I'm not that girl. I'm like, okay, bitch, if you think I said it, cool. uh, what you going to do if I did say it? You thought you was going to beat me up? Well, show me. Act like I did say it. Show me. You got to show me. Because you <laughs> came here, because clearly you came with these other people, or you came. Because when people confront you alone, it's a different kind of yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. When people confront you alone about something, they like, you know what? Hey, can I talk to you for a second? It's That's real exactly nice. exactly how he pulled me to the side. Right. But y'all said y'all had too much history. But I'm talking about like when they come with other people. Bitch, I heard you said they're they're being tough. So I'm gonna show you that you're not tough. You're not gonna get no tough points off of Diamond Styles. I'm gonna show you. Okay, well let's act. Since you're in front of your friend showing out, let's act like I did say it. What are you gonna do? Do it. Show me. Mm-hmm. That's the type of confrontation that I do, because you're not about to get no cool points off of me. You're not about to come to me and try to punk me. That's we, the worst feeling. But we shouldn't fight. Fighting is not good. No, it does I think not fighting get you, is good. You do? You think yeah. it, it releases <laughs> endorphins? Those It releases endorphins. It can mm. send you to jail, and it's sometimes immature, but I feel like... It's necessary sometimes. It's some risk, but... <laughs> some people should be taught lessons. Some people need to get these hands. That's just the truth. Oh. That's the truth. I'd rather like, it be hands than guns. Than a gun. Yeah. Come, so. get, come. 
It's like <laughs> lose a draw, bitch. Lose show win me, a draw. And, and I'm a show me type of girl. Like you're not about to come make threats. You're not about to keep threatening people that I love. You're not about to keep saying I'm a beach your sister ass or keep every time you catch her out somewhere you acting tough and want to fight her. Because there's a different why he was acting tough and wanted to fight Tessa and not acting tough and wanted to fight you. Because I would. Oh. Right, so there's a difference, Woo. right? So it's every funny. time you see my sister out and about, you trying to fight her. It's funny because no. I was you looking don't know at there's him. Some consequences. When he came out, I was giving him the ugliest look, and then that's when he decided. Hey, BF. She thought she was about <laughs> to get jumped. That's why she went and told and all those extra things. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think that's a forgiveness situation for me. But if I was to answer your question, um. I think forgiveness does not take the other person. You don't need another person. You don't need closure with another person to forgive them. You don't need... You don't. Um, don't. Forgiveness starts with you and ends with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to say that I'm over this. Mm-hmm. You have to say that I'm, re- I'm ready to let this go. I'm mm-hmm. ready to push this out of my mind and not make it trigger my emotions. Mm-hmm. It's... You know, is I've done it in relationships with my lovers. I've done it with my parents. I've done it with um, my siblings. I have a sibling who is transphobic as fuck. You know, he's super problematic, but I don't deal with him. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. I don't and don't have to. But and I haven't dealt with forgiveness for him. So, but then there's other people that I have forgiven, but him, I'm like. I don't care enough. Like, I almost don't feel like I need to forgive him because, mm-hmm. like, nigga, I don't care. <laughs> right. It's like, you don't trigger me in my emotions You don't anyway. trigger me. Like, I don't think about you unless something like this conversation comes up about yeah. forgiveness or about somebody shading or family members' conversation where they don't accept you. Then mm-hmm. I think about him. But, like, on day-to-day basis, I don't think about that motherfucker. You can go jump off a bridge. And yes. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come to your funeral. And I am that girl. So, and I think people don't think that either. What you mean? Like, I didn't come to my grandmother's funeral because she was transphobic as fuck. We didn't like each other, so I didn't come. I don't see so, nothing wrong with that. I, and some people do. But really? I'm that person where I don't, if I don't have emotional connection to you. Internally, but I don't have to be there. Yeah, I don't have to fuck with you. And if I don't fuck with you, I'm not no. going to come and be fake and give you reverence. I don't want to revere you. Get the fuck on. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, rest. rest in motherfucking peace. Out of my face. <laughs> like, it, that's just how I am. I only give my energy. I give my energy in, in, in regards to positive energy and reverence and respect to people that respected me. Mm. If you don't respect me, then why do I need to do all of that? That's and it's true. the and it's the it's the same thing about my forgiveness. If I I like if I didn't care about you in the first place, uh-huh. if I didn't um, just brush it off. Yeah, it's like a bully. <laughs> it's like a bully in high school. Yeah, it's like yeah. I didn't care about you no way. Yeah, you tormented me, but. I'm 37. I don't need to think about forgiving my bully in high school. I didn't give a fuck about him. (laughs) Because I forgot about you when college started. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, do I remember some bullying moments in in high school? But I don't need to forgive him about it. It's people who got into my heart that break it, that Mm -hmm. betray me, that 
do you something to to, that I need to forgive. Mm-hmm. Like it's the people who really is that pulled your heartstrings with their betrayal. With betrayal. Mm-hmm. So those are the people that I need to forgive or people who I value their relationship to where I need them in my life because mm-hmm. I value them. Then if they do something wrong to me, I have to learn to forgive. And so mm-hmm. for me, it's just about letting it go. Like, are you you going to be mad about this or are you going to let it go? Mm-hmm. And how many times can you do that? And sometimes it's, it's that, that one incident is too much and I just can't fuck with you and I don't want you in my life mm-hmm. where I'll just forgive you, but I don't want you to have access to me anymore. Forgive, but don't forget. Yeah. So it's just about me accepting. It depends on what the circumstances is. Um, but I know that it starts within me. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I want to be over this. I want to forgive and I want to let it go. I don't have to be friends with them. I don't have to be in their life, but I've let this go. It's no, it's no grudge. I'm here for that. That's the, that's the hardest thing to do to like, cause you have to do that within yourself internally, like actually tell yourself, Hey, you know, like I'm actually going to forgive this person that really hurt me this bad. That's real rare for me. <laughs> mm. It's hard grudges? for me to get over shit. I don't hold grudges. Like I don't hold grudges, but I, I'm not. I don't forget at all. So you forgive. You just don't forget. Uh-huh. I mean, sometimes I just forget. <laughs> no, you just be. don't forget. Well, sometimes I just forget. Sometimes I just don't forget, and I don't forget. It's just it depends on the situation. Weird out. Well. Well, thank you um, kindly, my fellow co-hosts, for answering that. Fellow co-hosts. What's the question of the day? Well, the question of the day is, you know, kind of hot and spicy. I want you to give me detailed answers. Oh, wow. Well, you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the question of the day is how many orgasms have you had in one sex session? Oh, in one sex session? Yeah, in like one session, like mm, that's easy. I thought you was I thought it was about to be something else. No, just oh. answer, Well for me like six. six. It is interesting, like six. It, yeah. With you. Oh. <laughs> it's been internally. I thought it was. Wear it out there, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, yeah, I mean, like, I, I discovered, wow, okay, so I can have internal orgasms with me. Wear it out, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, we wasn't, we could have. Wear it out. You asked me. I did. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? (sighs) Okay. Okay, so. I'm dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to go? (laughs) Okay, I can only, like, before I start feeling wore out, it's like two. Okay. But that's in a session by myself. I've done like you know by herself, <laughs> maybe like eight. Oh my god, baby, I was feeling it. It could be raw. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Mm, oh, I fell up. <laughs> See, with me, I don't get wore out. The more orgasms I have, if I'm into it, that's the uh, weird thing about it. But I don't ever get wore out. Yes, you I do. could dry up, but not. 
turned off. But wore out like, ooh, bitch, like, okay. It don't get sore. It don't get sore. You don't no, get. It don't get. It don't swell Wear it out. <laughs> like it be swollen because it be like beat up, but not swollen. Like stop. <laughs> Wear it out. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Go in. Well, I'm not having that much fun. I, 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 I think in one session, I think it was like four. Ooh, no. I think it was like four. Yeah, I can't do more than that. My more than expe- four. if I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm by myself, yeah, it's about three. Where by myself, because <laughs> my stuff get like real sensitive. Not necessarily sensitive. It gets wore out, like raw. Like you're tired. Like it's tired, mm-hmm. and, and um. Give us. Just give us some time to recuperate. Yeah, give me some time. <laughs> like, yeah. But I've been in a session with um with a guy and he started off with giving me oral. Um then he was fucking me and I masturbated while he was fucking me. Mm, come on, multi skills. Then I gave him oral. Mm-hmm. And then I fucked him and nutted from fucking him. Mm-hmm. And then we were sitting there laying down and chilling after the session. <laughs> and he sucked my dick again and made me nut from that. So that was four. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the most. That sounded like a sickening session. It really was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Sometimes you got to get that sexual healing. Ain't you that an old school four. song? Who sung yeah. that sexual healing song? But I've also had a four nut session from a client. Uh, but it that's wasn't. That's not as it, fun. No, this <laughs> this was fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was fun. See, mentally because for it was me. just oral. Oh, okay. So he just he, for he paid for like two hours. Oh, all he did was okay. suck my dick for like two hours. Oh my god! <laughs> it was love. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is fun. So it, you know, it was cool. It was like, hey. Cool. Get your piece. <laughs> All I gotta do is lay back and get my meat. <laughs> or do like old girl did on um what is it? What is that um that Netflix show? Dear White People. Baby, while she was getting oral, she was on the bed smoking a blunt. I was like, Oh, I need to try that. Oh. That sounds love. <laughs> she and she was just having a, a normal conversation, just like, you know. Um, no, if yes, you have a normal uh, conversation, I that thought must that was sick. No, that's I boring. I had some good hair while I was on the phone, though. Mm-hmm. I don't on know. On the phone? I, yeah. <laughs> somebody called that I really needed to talk to. But, uh, <laughs> like, say they were supposed to call me at 7. They didn't call me, so I made some plans. And the trade came over, and they ended up calling me. So they came over during at 8. During the session? And they called me during the session. I'm oh, like, wow. Oh, I need to talk to them. <laughs> and he's already got my dick in his mouth. I'm like, okay, just continue. <laughs> Get your pain. <laughs> oh, well, just continue. I'll take this call. Yeah. Okay, I would have clocked it from all that. I would have said, do you need me to call you back? Yeah. Is there something going on there? I don't know. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Well, let me call you back in about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been in that situation. So, yeah. But. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually, that's crazy. G-spot, G-spot orgasms are way different than external. I wonder what's the difference between a prostate orgasm versus a, vag- a vaginal orgasm. With, it, with vaginal, you could just, well, for me, you could just, I could just keep going and going and going. It don't wear, wear me out. It just feels like bursts of energy. Okay, I can keep burst. going. Bursts of energy. Okay, keep going. Burst. But the external is kind of like, okay. <laughs> you got to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Which one makes you squirt? The internal. The internal. And sometimes I think if you're if you're playing with your clit and doing an internal, it can make you squirt too. So, but it's mostly the G spot being stimulated that could make mm-hmm. you squirt. So, but it comes from the urethra, which makes people think it's pee, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just cum. It's interesting. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. I was determined to learn. And we did. We did practice. All righty then. Well, that was the show tonight. <laughs> that was the show tonight. Oh, yes. We hope to see y'all next week. We hope that your spicy. life is full of great orgasms, and squirting, wokeness. and wokeness. And <laughs> trans people playing their own role. Amen. And forgiveness. So, and forgiveness. Fuck and it. You know, support your trans folks by bringing them to the table. Have a wonderful night. Good night. Good night, y'all. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right. Be all right.